When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show here on MyTalk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Here with Ms. Shannon, Don McLean, and producer Grant as we uh, get ready for our new year, our new year, we roll into it. I'm trying to already practice saying 2021. Because I feel like people will be especially mm-hmm. triggered if I yes. continue to say 2020 on accident. So yes, yes. I, I need to let that go yeah. as quickly as possible. It's okay. We would forgive you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Because you just get used to it. You, your, your mouth gets used to saying a thing and then you have to say something else. Oh. Words are difficult. Yeah, Words I, are difficult. I had a situation. I was doing a show best of for our other station. Mm-hmm. And I'm editing out clips for the morning show while doing the best of for the afternoon show. So I keep hearing the morning show's name while I'm editing out these clips and then i go to do my little weather and traffic and then i'm like coming up the best of and i say the morning show's right. name oh my god i was just oh i've yeah, done that where i've moved radio stations and then kept saying oh, like yeah, cuz i had years of saying the other one and I'm, like, no, 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 I'm not there anymore stop yeah. it. just get on autopilot every once in a while exactly the only reason i haven't messed up today and this week is because i've learned from my mistakes i literally have a note in front of me. There you go. This is where we are. (laughs) Yes, I've done that too. I have the right thing and the right show like everything because I move Mm -hmm. around here too. Yeah. I'm like, I am not saying the mom show. I'm not saying it. I'm like, it is Donna and Steve's show. Mouth, say the right words. (laughs) (laughs) I've totally done that. Yes, yes. It's bad whenever you move from one station to another that's the competition and you still say the the old one's name. I've almost mixed up our stations when I'm on the other station sure. and I'm like I know we're not competitors but I'm sure you know they don't want funny? me doing that you know, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you and we could say this because we're all in the same family and yeah. I don't care because I don't work over there yeah yep. I feel like we would get less mad at you for saying their name than they would get mad at you for saying our name 100% <laughs> if you slip up over there and say my talk they'd be like how dare you you know, we're like okay we're there across the hall relax we all hook it out yeah you know, like, exactly. I mean Amy Daniels isn't gonna come she's not gonna the hotline grant you're fired no that's exactly right you'll be fine no don't do it i'm just saying it's all right i don't want to add any more pressure to good advice yeah Yeah, i mean he is bouncing between three stations today Mm -hmm. so let's go ahead and give him some grace exactly (laughs) a little bit you're already living in like a weird wormhole nobody's gonna get mad at you that's all right plus you've been doing it since like 4 a.m it's true and he's going in until nine tonight nine o'clock just a champion yeah champion okay let's get into some music news yes cool it's time to talk music i enjoy music with donna valentine and steve patterson you like huey lewis on the news this This is is the beat. beat 
Don, I'll start with this first one because I thought that this was a good pairing. Mm-hmm. I thought this made sense. So there's some stories out there right now that Reebok's parent company, Adidas, is looking to sell that sports brand. And you know who is in talks to buy it? Yeah. Rapper Master P. Very rich Master yes, P. very rich Master cool. P. Yeah, yeah so he he's says so that he rich. thinks that Reebok is being undervalued. Yeah. And so, uh, the, you know, he said that he's not a, you know, he's a fan of Reebok now. He was, you know, he left Nike to his 22 year old kid, you know, mm-hmm. and he doesn't think it represents him anymore. And as an adult rapper. <laughs> so he's going to go and try and get into the Reebok business, which I think makes sense because that kind of does. I mean, Reebok, yeah, they have this persona, but they don't have like this super edgy persona. And I know he's a rapper, but he's a grown rapper. Correct. He has a fortune. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also is going to team up with former NBA star Baron Davis yes. to acquire the cool. company. They're in talks. And this all, all is coming from Forbes. Yes. And this kind of makes sense because even if you go back into the history of Reebok, that was mm-hmm. back in 2003 when Jay-Z signed with Reebok and released. Re- the S. Carter shoes. That was so mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. That led to, let's see, a 17% increase in footwear sales that year. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they've also worked with Cardi B and Kendrick Lamar. So, I mean, this is a this is a pretty safe bet for Master P. Nobody's like, oh, are you sure you want to buy Reebok or buy into Reebok? Yeah. I'm pretty much pretty sure he'll get his money back out of it. I think yeah. they will, too. He's a very savvy businessman. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's see, um, that, what would you get? $2.4 billion? $2.4 billion. $2.4 billion. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Wow. The fact that he's saying some, a number with a B, and he's like, <laughs> I think it's undervalued. You know, exactly. Com- it's completely worth $2.4 billion. Like, let's see what I can do with it. Right. That's just it, gonna mm-hmm. It's going to be great. It's kind of cool, too. Like, there's a chance, you know, how, like, some of these fashion brands come back like mm-hmm. Fila. Yeah. Remember Fila was huge and then it just kind of disappeared for right. a while. It's huge again with kids now, I guess. I, right. I don't understand it, but I guess it's... And they're <laughs> also like, yeah, they yeah. have tape and they're listening to tapes on right? Walkmans. So yeah, maybe lots Reebok, of things are... Maybe in, Reebok will make that next cycle and be the big thing that he needs it to be. You know? Right. I, He'll yeah, make I sure it is. Oh, I yeah. think they should do it. My only worry is how well do they know each other? You know, it's like Baron Davis and Master P. You're yeah. close, but then when you go into business with each other, oh. does that relationship change? Well, I think I, I agree with you in general. You know, I understand what you, you know, in general, but I do think that there is enough uh, differentiation as these particular, this is such a big business. Mm-hmm. It's not like uh, when they're building it from scratch. Yeah. So then I think it would be more of a concern of, well, what direction do you want to go? Here, I feel like they're just trying to continue with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And Adidas wants to go in a different direction. So they're rolling off Reebok. Yes. Is what I feel like. And so maybe if they and this is what I am am just sussing together from what they're saying, that they want to increase Reebok's footprint, but also stay true to the kind of brand that it is. So I think they kind of know what they're getting into. It doesn't require a rebrand. So maybe mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's more yeah. likely that Baron Davis and Master P will continue to get along yeah. as primary investors of this. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so there's some, you know, we, we usually look at uh, Netflix for, for new shows and, and original shows. Hulu, to me, is the king of, um, if you want to find a TV show that you didn't watch it the night before, <laughs> you can usually find it on Hulu. Right. And it also has some um, documentaries about music on okay. Hulu. Uh, some of them that are on this list that I didn't even know existed. Uh, there's one called um, Alive and Kicking. This is an intimate glimpse into today's swing dancing culture. So that's on this that list. Of, that sounds cool. Yeah. Into this list of music documentaries. And then we have Amy Winehouse, A Final Goodbye. 
That sounds too sad for me. A friend of mine has watched that before because she it's she said it was good. But okay. she's kind of an Amy Winehouse fan, mm-hmm. you know, so I can see why she dove into that first. I'm interested in that swing dancing one. I used to do swing dancing You lessons. did? That was one of my things. Like, single Shannon used to just do things because yes. she didn't like sitting in the house. And so here in the Twin Cities, there was a place that you could go by yourself. It was called Tapestry Folk Dance Center um, back then. And so, like, there's places now in pre-COVID, like last year, you could go. Like, yeah. and they have swing dance nights. Oh, that um, is so cool. See, that's another thing. If you want to meet friends and, Yeah, you know. just show up. And that's how it was. You didn't need a partner. Great. You would just that's show great. up. Yeah. So I think I'm curious to see what the today's swing dance I'm culture I'm glad looks I brought like. that one up off this list then. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. All right. There's also B.B. King on the road. Yeah. This is after he died in 2015. Mm-hmm. His past band members are in this family and companions, and they have incredible stories from his numerous tours. Right. Uh, you've got Joan Jett's life and career in uh, the movie Bad Reputation. This documentary tells her life story. And her early years in The Runaways. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're into The Beatles, you've probably watched every documentary out there. <laughs> but there is one called Eight Days a Week, The Touring Years. Okay. And let's see. Uh, oh, there's Justin Bieber, Never Say Never. I'm curious about that one. I mean, yeah. I, I've never watched a single Justin Bieber documentary. But I think I would like to see all of the things all combined into one spot like this. Mm. I think that it would be interesting to see and remember, like to look back and go, he was, oh, yeah, a, little he was, kid. A, he was a little kid and he was a street performer. And I believe he walked up on uh, like Usher or somebody like that. So I need yes. to, I would like to see and re- relive the story of Justin Bieber. Yeah. I, I, they probably have the footage of him like at his talent show, mm-hmm. which is just incredible at school, just covering something. And it's just unbelievable. And he's like, 10 or 11 i I like watching documentaries of people that are around now because there's some people like on this list they have one about janice joplin i expect there to be a documentary about janice joplin i'm less like when there's a documentary about justin bieber or bts or something like people that are like just doing things right now yeah like and we kind of forget how human they are right because we're just looking at Haley bieber and just their relationship and how he can get a little out of touch on social media right so yeah mm-hmm. and then the final one here if you're a huge madonna fan there's one called madonna and the breakfast club that came out in 2019 and it's about her pre-fame years in new york city when she was in a her first band with her boyfriend called the breakfast club wow because i mean i don't even know like i don't remember her musician boyfriend dan gilroy like i don't know his name which makes me that part I find interesting mm-hmm. that she's Madonna, like mm-hmm. in, like Madonna in all capital letters and yes. all of the skywriting. And there's this guy, Dan Gilroy, who was in the band. Good old with Dan her. Gilroy. Right. Sounds like he works down at the video update. Exactly. Whatever. Right. And we're like, OK, well, that guy, we don't know. <laughs> but she's Madonna. Right. That's a fascinating, you know, just watching the way that those two paths diverged. Yes. <laughs> like, and ended up here. Exactly. Because who knows? I'll watch that one. Maybe he is like some Grammy Award. I'll have to Google him. But that was the whole thing. I'd have to Google him and go, well, well did he do anything? Right. Now he's a footnote. You can just watch the documentary on Hulu. Right. Shannon. Exactly. Exactly. Who would you, I mean, maybe this exists. I'm trying to think if I, uh, of any of the artists that I'm interested in now, mm-hmm. who I wish they had a documentary on oh is there anybody that you're like this person just seems fascinating i would love to see a documentary on them gosh they pro- oh i'm trying to think of somebody that's more indie or 
mm. doesn't have a docu because Pearl Jam is my favorite band. Ah, okay. Okay. So, Do they have a documentary mm, that you know of? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Pearl, I would watch that as well. Absolutely. I remember being a super while. into them for it's a while. It's a 2011 it's a film about their concert that I went to, Pearl Jam 20. <laughs> nice. Yes. Nice. All right, let's see. I'm trying to think. I asked that question, and, I, and the, my mouth said it before I had time to come up with an answer myself mm-hmm. of who I, I like that nobody... You know what? I bet you there's one of these out here. I would like to see a documentary about the talking heads. Ooh. The old Gabriel Byrne years and all the back in the day. Like I feel like... I don't know if there's a documentary. I think that there's a couple of like album behind the scenesy type things like I'm making of if I remember seeing that back when like um, VH1 used to show things about bands I think maybe I saw something about that but not a true documentary I would okay. be very interested in what that creative process looked like for them yeah mm-hmm. I would right. like, Let's I'd like to see something that. on Linkin Park oh, and that whole yes, prospect yeah. with, with how the band because you know, that band was they were on fire right, yeah. right? Yeah. I think that would be a real I mean sad sad ending but mm. it would be really interesting to see how they're dealing with it and exactly you know how they're dealing with it now after the fact mm-hmm. um, good yeah. choice good choice we'll have to do some research and maybe we'll make a fan version of each of these things if nobody makes it for us oh for sure <laughs> if nothing it's just us talking into our phone going well back we put in it on the, YouTube yeah. I, think I really like Linkin Park. I think it was a good band. <laughs> <laughs> Tragic there at the end. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> there we go. That's it. We're done. Produced. Uh, all right. Well, we got to go to oh, break, yes, right? We do. Yes, yes, we do. All Ooh. right. We are going to go to break. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon here with Don McClain and producer Grant. And Don, I feel like um, I have to do a little armchair therapy for you. Yes, right you do. Now. Okay. It, you had a situation. What's going on? I have over a situation there? where. Let me sit down. Do you need to get comfortable? Yeah, do I need hold to get, on. get down, get a lean beverage. Back. Lean back, get a beverage, okay. take a deep breath. Let's All get right. some stuff off your chest. So I have a group of. I have. A lot of college friends that are all across the country. Okay. Because we were theater majors and a lot of them moved to L.A., Chicago or New York, you know, Mm -hmm. and I don't get to see them and keep in touch. So there's one in particular who started a group text in the beginning. I didn't even have these people's phone numbers, so I didn't even know who the other people were. Gotcha. So I said, hey. Can you take me out of your group test? Because there were so many. And and I was like, oh, my God, I can't handle this. And I don't even know who these people are. Right. Uh, I go, I don't know these friends of yours. And I don't mean to be rude, but can you take me out of this text? And the text thread, this group text. And he goes, you do know who they are. And he said, it's this person, this person, and this person. Uh So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So then I was like, I felt so bad. I'm like, oh, my gosh, great. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But now I still want to be out of it. Yeah. I want to be out of it. One of them happens to be an ex-boyfriend. Oh. And... Um, you know, it's fine. We're, he's married, and, you know, I have no interest in him whatsoever but in that way. But you still don't want to be in his phone be, all the I time. I don't, and I also, he called me because mm-hmm. he had my phone number, and I had a conversation with him. It was about 45 minutes, and then it's like, I'm good. I'm good for 10 years. Yep. He's like, we need to stay in touch. No, we don't. Let's be friends. No, And we I don't. go... Okay, great. I go, yeah, let me know what's going on with your kids. I keep bringing it back to that. Mm-hmm. You know, and so then he ended up calling me mm-hmm. the next, like a couple days later. Oh, no. And I ignored it. Then, you guys, he's called me five times. And you've just not in, answered? And like, in, yeah, I just haven't answered. I think I don't want to have that kind of friendship with him. No. Right. And my boyfriend certainly doesn't want me to have that kind of friendship with him. He's no, like, he mm. and I wouldn't do that because I think it's disrespectful. Well, if you I don't have don't. anything, even if you, okay, even if you, okay. So that's outside, that's Let a me, whole separate topic. Right, which, yeah. which one yeah. would you like us to address first, McClay? Well, let's address just what would be most relatable to other people, which is, I'm going to have to, I have to get out of this group text. I hate opening my phone and seeing 17 messages because I feel like something's wrong at the radio station or with my family. Because right. it's blowing up your phone and because I'm they're like, having whole oh, conversations. Right. They're having all b- memes back and forth. And I just, I'm not saying I'm more important or my li- life is busier. But you're not interested. You got I think that's hour, fair. Different hours. I'm, I do. I wake, it wakes me up from naps if I forget to turn off the ringer and I'm, I'm like, oh no. I'm in a group text that I had to silence because they get up at the you know they, they stay up late they get up early and they decide to just start talking sports at like five thirty in the morning and yeah all these people are not iphone users so i just want to say that some of them are android so i can't leave the conversation because oh. if everyone's an apple user you can there's a feature where you can leave it there are android loser, losers oh, users so he users would have to freudian slip i think we yeah. just answered our own question we he know what to you need remove to do. me he has to take you out and i think that it's disrespectful for him not to take you out yes. if i say listen I'm sorry. I hate to do this, but can you guys start another thread without me? First of all, I feel like I'm, I'm going to ruin I'm my friendship. I hate to do this. It's this isn't working for me. It is distracting me from work. Can you start another one without me? Yeah, I wouldn't even don't apologize because you already asked politely and he told you no. And that's disrespectful of your time. Yeah. I think we need to come back to this. Okay, we need more time to address this. Plus, you unpacked a whole nother thing, Don. How dare you? All right. I I know that question. Right. So we're going to fix some of this stuff with Don McClade. If you want to weigh in, you have some suggestions, great time for you to call. 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Rolling into a new year here on My Talk 1071, courtesy of your roulette wheel of uh, My Talk hosts. <laughs> I am Michelle, and that's Don McClaid over there, producer Grant's with us. We're trying to help our friend Don out. So if anybody has any suggestions on this, you <laughs> can weigh in. 651 641 1071. That number works. Her number, we want to make sure that we block uh, for everybody else that's out there. Because, uh, Don, we got to this point where you were talking about how you're in this group text from some high school friends and just college high school i'm sorry college friends and college folk some folk that you aren't really really friends with and you're stuck in this and first of all do you have an iphone or an android an iphone 
It looks like, because I Googled this during the break, it looks like you can still mute the conversation. Yeah. Have you tried that? Um, Because if nothing else, you can mute it so that they're not bombarding you unwantedly exactly. with their information. It's an easy way to get out of things like Correct. that without having to like show your cards. Correct, because <laughs> then you don't have the conversation. You could just mute it. Yep. And then you don't have to deal with it right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'll send you this one. I looked the the particular article that I have is on Mashable.com. Okay. Great. Um, and, and, and I figured that this might exist. I'm an Android user. And so it is, there's no, you can just leave the conversation like you mentioned in yours. Mm-hmm. I But I have done this before where I've muted it where somebody sent us something up and I'm like, for real, I literally don't. Like somebody's like, hey, Merry Christmas to all of you guys or happy Mother's Day to all you moms. Very kind sentiment. But yeah. now I'm in this group chat with 50 people and I literally don't know half of these people. And you feel yeah. like you have to say something. So I'm like, happy Mother's Day to all of you strangers as well. Like, what am I going to do? Here's an emoji. That's what I usually do. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I mute the whole thing. Because yeah. So I'll send you this. And so hopefully you could do that. Yeah, I actually probably have the same article because I put it in the grid. Yes. With this. Yeah. And so I, I see that. I think I just don't want them to exist at all. Yeah. Which means I have to tell the people. Are you take willing me out of to it. do that, though? Yeah. Because you are normally too kind. Okay. And we'll yeah, just I suffer. feel bad about it. Right. I, I do because maybe I should say, if you want to talk to me individually, please keep my number. I don't know. Is that rude? It, is, well, it doesn't matter but if it's I, rude is the thing. But then I think I'm we're telling point... that other person who has called me five times, my ex-boyfriend... You need to just tell him that you're not interested in that kind of relationship. Oh, yeah. well, I don't think... I mean, I haven't talked to him. I only talked to him one time, but then he kept calling back. How long did you guys date? Um, Three years. Okay. I think that sometimes, you know, because it, it, I had had this scenario with an ex-boyfriend where if even if things weren't completely a shambles, like they just kind of fizzled, they you've moved on and you feel like you got closure they don't. Yeah. Well, they're married or, and right, have kids. But that doesn't, that's not the same as closure. It's weird. It's, I, it's super weird. But I think that some people look at it differently. They're like, well, we're just being friends and that's fine. And we had all this stuff in common before. That's how we ended up dating. Yeah. So they're just looking for somebody to talk to. And you're not comfortable being that person. I'm not. Now, right. he is a very sociable person. Mm-hmm. He talks to many, like our, our friend who started the text, mm-hmm. who happens to be male. Yeah. He talks to him every day. Right. So they don't. He's just that person. So he probably doesn't see it because he has a different boundary in his head i don't like to make phone calls at all right so (laughs) this is why i'm saying you just need to just say that's not how i get down because he's probably sometimes like you don't give off the vibe like you think he's trying to get back with you no i don't know i don't know i mean here's one other bit of information that i haven't uh said okay is that we had a college reunion about um let's see probably four or five years ago Mm -hmm. and he did not show up, okay. which I didn't care either way. But apparently, the reason why he didn't, he told our other friend, I can't go down there. I can't go down there because there'll be a lot of sex. And the other friend said, with who? And he said, me. Oh, he said me. Ooh. And I was like, I would. Uh, well, that's very presumptuous. Like, did you ask me? I'm not going to have sex with him. No. Whoa. First of all, he's married, and I am not interested in doing that wow. at, at all. So, what okay. you think you're going to go outside of your marriage with somebody who isn't even interested? So that's what he thinks about what. 
Okay, so you have multiple <laughs> reasons, right? You have multiple like, reasons to get out of the group. Uh, the group is no. the group is 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 uh, uh, emotionally is toxic and emotionally assaulting you. Mm. Um, so you have lots of reasons to get out of it. <laughs> but right. I also think there's a couple super fun people in there that I would love to continue to talk to. But but no. what you could do then, you can just block him. I could yes. just block him. I could block him. Just block him, and then that'll like block him. Do that first. See what that. And then is. think about it, and then you could go because he won't you, know that I blocked him. No, just ignore. You were ignoring him anyway, so just block him so you're not seeing him, and then see how you feel about the chat. And or see I if could that, just block all of them. They wouldn't know, right? No, of no, course not. No, but then if they ever try to get a hold of you in any way, you'll never know. Uh, so, so if like if you don't want to talk to any of them, yeah. then you don't want to do that. Because you're or, saying some of them are fun. Right? So yeah. I think you block the people. You know, I think you mute the chat, block him. <laughs> okay. See if the chat st- bothers you a little less. Because I don't want any drama. I don't want to even have to explain myself to him. Right. Because if so, he doesn't get that he shouldn't be calling his ex-girlfriend from college five times in a month. Then he just has problems. Yeah, Yeah. he just has problems. So I think for your sanity, because you just said something, you sounded a little bit like excited about the chat. Like there's some fun people there. There So So that means why are you like setting yourself up because of his bad behavior to not enjoy something that you would enjoy? This is just typical of the way our relationship was. Yeah, because he was a manipulative person. Right. So you need to figure out a way to cut him out Mm -hmm. that doesn't ruin your fun in this thing. And so, yes, sorry, we did have one caller on to piggyback on what you're saying. Yes. So you can approach this in an, in, in, if you, you know, see how that works with the blocking works out and see how that goes yeah. with the chat if a caller tiffany called in and she didn't want to go on air mm-hmm. she had said that like you had said earlier you're worried that it could be something with your kids it could be something with yep. your parents when you see these messages yeah. and you're, you're working crazy hours and so when you wake up to see these kind of things or things like that you can break it to them like that and just be like hey i need to step out because right. it kind of gives me a little anxiety nothing against you guys but it's just i'm worried that something serious is happening every time i open this you know my messages right. up and, and i see like 18 exactly but it's really just memes back and forth because i really think those kind of things because i'm in a couple of those groups that i have suggested that we move them to social media or an app like line app or something like that because it's made for that social structure and it's easy for me to mute it you know yeah. so that i can go all right so when i have time like i'm a lurker in the couple of groups yeah. that when i have time i'll scroll back through and go that was funny that was that it has enough notifications when <laughs> i feel like it that i know something's going on mm-hmm. but I'm i don't a- it's not you know i think it's fair to say my text line is for business and important and, and just it's just for something different yeah and so some people don't that's not how they think because they probably are not in a business like ours. I love so that you fine. said lurker. I'm yeah. a lurker. I'm a yeah. lurker. I'm too. that too. Yeah. I wait till I apps. If I'm in any group message, it's like, okay, I have to finally respond to this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, and it pops in and out. And some days I'm like, I got nothing going on. So I'm like a lot more active. And then some days I'm like, yeah, I don't have it's, time to get back to that meme today because my friends are too, too. They're hilarious. And they'll get in meme wars mm-hmm. and I just can't, you know, or they can have whole conversations in bitmojis. Some days, yeah, I got time for that. Some days I'm like, no, I no. can't live in Bitmoji land today. <laughs> right. and so, I got to plan a show. Exactly. I got to feed a kid. I got to yeah. shovel a walk. Something. I just have things. I have yeah, things. You're an adult. Right. Adulting, yes. And yeah. some of my friends just have jobs that are a lot more stationary than our jobs are. Yeah. Like, we're busy right that. now, so I can't be looking at my phone. My friends that work in IT, they can have the whole Bitmoji thing running in a serial chat next to what they're working on. Right. So I know they get to do that.
You know, right. so I think it's fair for you to go because of my job and my lifestyle. I can't have to be in this chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I will get hate for it, but 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 that's part of it. But that's OK. You know what I it's, mean? OK, it's like, let's weigh the hate, Miss Libra. Let's yeah. weigh the hate. OK, because now I understand yeah. what corner we're backed into now that you divulged that about your personality. Yeah, yeah. All right. So what you need to do is sit down tonight over a cup of tea and go, which feels better? To be removed from all of this drama and feel like you're being because this is assaulting you. It's it's, it sucks. it's it's yeah, it sucks. Or to just you know, this is a would you rather situation. Would you rather just cut the court and have them be mad and you just say, hey, this doesn't work for me, and mm-hmm. then just be able to take a deep breath and move on? Or would you rather just suck it up? Yeah, and deal with it. Like which one of those hurts less? Because both of them hurt. That's true. So which one is going to hurt you less? And that's what you're going to have to pick. Because mm-hmm. now, ah. I know, because there's no easy way out of this. The easy way would have, uh, the easy way was when they first started this, when you said, hey, this doesn't work for me. And your friend should have respected you and said, I get it and stopped it when it first started. Yeah. And, you know, when I found out it was people I knew and it was people I liked, it was all fine. But now it's just... Just yeah, those, too much. Those phone why calls don't you? Ha- I think you should tell your male friend. Mm-hmm. I think the one that you actually like, mm-hmm. you should say, "I feel really inappropriate." And don't you know that guy talks to me inappropriately? See, yes. he, but they're best friends and they talk Doesn't every matter. day, Good. so then his he loyalty is to him. Okay, well then maybe that'll solve the whole problem, and he'll just kick you out of the group. Yeah, that's true. And then, <laughs> now you solve both problems. That's right. What's his face won't call you anymore, and your friend that should pick you. I mean, I don't think that that's fair. That's no. to put you in that unfair situation that because they've decided you should still be nice to this guy mm, because yeah. he still likes you. Why is he more important than your feelings? Yeah, it's true. We're and just it's, such different people. I mean, college was 23 years ago. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and you should be able to say that, you know, and if you can't, if they don't respect you enough if this other guy who's your quote unquote friend doesn't respect you enough to do that, he's a bad friend for you. He's kind of... <laughs> He was, he's one of those people that's sort of like a time bomb. He was the kind of guy who would, he's everyone's friend, but then he would do something like one time he made um, a map of everybody and who they had slept with and brought it to a party, like a big map of like a sex map. And it's like people who didn't know that their girlfriend slept with this guy. And it was like a big and he yeah. thought it was hilarious. Oh, no, no. I, and I, I'm a male. Every, and it caused so many yeah, problems. Of course it, it did. Was that's so, terrible. That's the kind of stuff yeah. that this guy does because he, he's an instigator and he's like a little, he likes to start mm-hmm. drama. A weasel. I really would just go through, you know, if you if you want the, the, the passive way to get out of this. <laughs> yes, please. Keep the numbers you've got. Uh-huh. Because if it's, if you, I'm just, I'm going to round up because again, mm-hmm. mathing is hard. Let's say there's 40 people in this chat. If there's you only really, four. Okay. If you only like two of the four. Write to the two, block everybody else. Oh, that's good. Just write to the two and say, hey, I really appreciate your friendship. I'm too busy to be in this chat, but reach out anytime you want. That's great. And block everybody else. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Then you don't have to deal with it. And then you so you preserve your sanity. That's true. This guy's Which is a- all I care about because I don't know these other people. <laughs> yeah, this, guy's a, 
Yeah, this guy's a creep, though. I, exactly. At the same at the same note, I have after hearing the stories of what he said before your before your reunion about the poster of yeah. mapping. Oh, that's two different guys. They're best friends. Oh, well, so both the guys these guys so are in just, the chat. Oh, so they're, they're both just, toxic. Exactly. They're Get rid of both, both of them. <laughs> like, like, like Shannon said, just just yeah. tear the Band-Aid off. I wouldn't even be passive about it. Those two yeah. guys don't if seem like that. If they're two of the four, yeah. block those two. Yeah. Keep the other two. Just write to the other two and say, hey, man, I'm just, you know, I'm adulting now. I can't yeah. with those two guys. Yeah. You two? Reach out anytime you want. It's exactly. And then block everybody else. True. Well done. And if they don't like it, well, I guess they can talk about me. Right? Yeah. And honestly, they sound terrible anyway. They probably already are. They already are. They probably already are. You're right. All right. You breathe. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I'm glad you sound relieved. Okay. Good. Because I was going to say, we're going to go to break. We come back. We're going to talk about some comedians and what we've been learning from some Zoom and outdoor shores. We'll talk about that. But we can also dip back in here if this little commercial break doesn't make you feel better. Is that okay, Don? Yes. Cool. All right. So let's do that. We're going to handle all of these things. Anybody out there, we appreciate you listening whenever and however you're listening. So if you're listening to us online, that's great. If you're in the app, that's great as well. We will be back. This is the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. All right, thank you for joining us here on Donna and Steve's show on MyTalk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon. That's Don McLean and producer Grant over there. Thanks to everybody that's uh, joining us on the socials as well. Uh, we always appreciate when people chime in. Uh, so, Don, I'm sure you saw out there on the Twitter, uh, out on the Twitterverse, people oh, trying to help you out. Yes, I will you totally read all those messages Perfect. when I'm done with the show. Definitely. Sometimes I get too distracted exactly. on Twitter, so I look at it after. That's mm-hmm. why I will like your tweet like three days later. So, sorry about that. I, okay, I'm going to say this right now because one of them is Panda says, she says, I, she goes, this is, I love Panda. Quick, Panda said this, this comes to what you just can't, had come out of your mouth. She says, just as a follow-up, I also personally try not to say sorry or apologize for something that I did not do, which you do all the time. Stop it. You don't need to apologize. Okay. You know, good. She said this, this is a good one. I think substituting thank you for sorry is less apologetic and more Oh, open. I'm going to try like that. that Grant and I need to both try that. We We're going to say thank you instead of sorry. We can work on it with each other first correct okay. and then we'll bring it out to the public that's later. very minnesotan okay. also canadian of you apologizing for things that you didn't even do <laughs> True. Pa- pa- and apologizing on behalf of things that may offend somebody else that has not even happened so yeah, <laughs> all I'll, of those things i'll walk away do. thanking somebody and they'll be like what are you thanking me for and i'm like i, I don't know i just just being you just yeah. thank yeah. you yeah. being here yeah. sharing the universe with well, me i appreciate all the all energy we put out doing that let's eliminate that <laughs> I want to watch you do that. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I would come around if I had, I'm going to put a GoPro on both of you. Maybe and I'll watch just start you bowing to people. <laughs> Hello, my friends. Hello. Yes. And then a nice little bow to all of we them. Should, we should have a swear jar, but for, for sorry. Apology. Yes. Apology jar between exactly. me and you. That's and then we'll, we'll take the money and go out when this pandemic's over and we'll yes. grab a couple of beer, or well, we'll have some food. Yeah. yeah. There we go. <laughs> good. That works. Sounds that good. A good start. We'll yes. see how that goes. Hey, you know what? You had this article that you put in the grid where you're Did talking you like about it. it. I didn't even see it. Here's okay. why. Because I don't I used too many articles on there and I didn't want to start a subscription. So tell me the article. Oh yes, okay. I got you. Because yes. that mm-hmm. happened on my laptop. Yes. And the only reason why I can open it now is because I haven't been in this studio a lot. Ah, so okay, well yeah, done. Do it's that. from vulture.com yes. and it is um 
they interviewed a bunch of different comedians mm-hmm. and asked them what they've learned from months of doing Zoom and outdoor shows right. during COVID-19. Right. And I'm interested that they were able to find a bunch of us because some of our friends tapped out on it. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, it's too new. I can't. And that's part of the reason why we're having a lot of mental health challenges in our industry, too, is that we kind of are an industry where, you know, trigger warning, we're kind of an industry that has some of those mental health, mental illness, mental wellness problems anyway. Yes. And we're, and we're actively working on that um uh but this kind of change where it was such a drastic change and such a change that took so much control out of things that people had built up years of doing these yes um it was very very difficult transition so i'm curious to see what this Mm -hmm. article of a number of comedians said yeah, so a lot of these comedians, what I liked is that there were a bunch of women mm-hmm. that I hadn't heard of before, so I'm going to check their comedy out. They interviewed yes. Rosebud Baker, mm-hmm. and she said that Zoom shows have mainly become come in handy when I needed to remember my set. Yes. And that's pretty much all they're good for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried jokes out on Zoom. Some of them translate to the stage and some of them don't. Right. So it's not a reliable way to try out new material. I think that's fair. I think that's like when you go to certain open mics, there's some that you're like, this is just getting the words out, like practicing my mouth saying these words and seeing if they flow. Yes. But you can't get the kind of response that you need sometimes to see if it's really truly a good bit or not so i get that yeah i get that and she also said that she feels like the pandemic has absolutely fundamentally changed how she approaches material Mm. the challenge of the comic is how is anything you're saying unique when we're all pretty much living the same life and having the same experience that is true so this has changed the way she's approaching things and so she's it sounds like she's taking some positive growth from it yes okay that's fair Uh, yes um now some people like uh, Mary Beth Barone on mm-hmm. here. She said at the beginning of the quarantine, she says, I'm writing jokes. I need to put them out there. So let's do virtual shows. Yes. And she said yes to everything. Yep. Yep. And then mm-hmm. after a few weeks, she realized that instead of um, scratching that itch, it was just making things worse. Mm-hmm. So because she was just hungry for the feedback from the audience. Right. And then she says that Zoom taught her that nothing can replace a lot live performing. So she began to appreciate that live performing is so important to her and that before that she was just maybe going through the motions of being a comedian. I will say like it was it was funny because I've done uh, some virtual shows and what I call some hybrid shows where me and the performers were there and everybody else was on the audience was all on Mm -hmm. Zoom and at first you would have hated like if you asked me to do a a virtual show like that when I could be in front of a live audience I would have hated it but after a while when you were doing it where there wasn't a live audience at all Mm -hmm. it's amazing how much even having just that crew and your friends the other performers there (laughs) to give you that physical feedback and that that made a big difference because you get so used to like because that was like when we were filming my comedy through the chaos series over the summer I loved that thank you and so when we were filming that that was kind of that position where all of us had gone from we were in 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 front of large audiences most Mm -hmm. of the time to in front of nobody and then when we were streaming doing the streaming show we were back to at least there were some people and i remember talking to my friend john who's been doing comedy longer than i have <laughs> yeah. and going remember when if we were in a room and there was only 10 people we were like this is gonna suck 
And now we're like, look, 10 people. Wow, yeah. 10 people are the best. So like 10 yeah. living bodies right yes. here to laugh at me when they're here. And so, yeah, you do learn, you know, a lot. And I've gotten better at Zoom shows. They still aren't my favorite, but sure. I figured out some tricks the tricks that may work for me so that I can present through on a flat screen right. and, and do it. And the way I interact with the audience is different. I'm sure the transitions are weird mm-hmm. because there isn't that crowd there. Right. Uh, Christy Chiello is another f- comedian mm-hmm. in the New York area. And she says that um, more than deciding which jokes to do, it was deciding how I was going to make it all flow and yep. to fight the one to talk to the crowd. Yep. So she was a real, uh, she did a lot of crowd work. Mm, some so, people who are crowd rap, rap comics are, yeah, it doesn't They work. are not having a good time right now. No, because um, I mean, my friend has tried to do that where they'll open the mics and still ask some people questions, but with delays and people are, you, know, you can't really hear them oh. and maybe they don't mute themselves and then they unmute them. It's complicated. Right. So mm-hmm. she had that crutch. She felt like it was almost a crutch. Mm-hmm. And so now she feels like she's grown in a way because she has to just do her material. She needed to actually fall on her face a little bit yeah. and, and have this uncomfortable moment where she could grow as a comedian. Ah, so I thought oh, that good. was kind of cool. Some of the other people in this article, uh, there's Andy Haynes, if you know him, Josh Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I'll link this up so that other people, especially performers, you yeah. know, even even if you're doing other types of performances, how it's changed for it's you relatable. during this pandemic. Yeah. I right? really think that it is a matter of some of us have really been able to grow from this and, and take some time to kind of step back and go, how do I polish and how do I become better mm-hmm. um, from it? And for those people who didn't, it's it's totally fair. You know, it's a different animal and it may not feel you the same way that being in front of live audiences does yes. did. And that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get it. It doesn't fill that void I need. I'm going to go find something else to do. Yes. But hopefully a lot of us will stick around. So if you're looking for something funny, I always have suggestions. And I always have shows. So (laughs) Uh, when we get back, we're finally going to talk about our our second review of the second half of Wonder Woman 1984. Yes, we've got that coming up for you. Listen to the Don and Steve show.